Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm Adam, and we got a very special show for you today with Mr. Gasoline, a.k.a. Sean Gassaway, is going to be joining us. We're going to jump right into the show and pick up where Sean and I were talking. Now, Patty told me you were getting ready to go on. Are you getting ready to go on the road or something here soon? Are you going on tour? Yeah, I, yeah I'm actually going down to uh, the uh, Florida-Alabama Gulf Coast for the next 10 days. It's called the Frank Brown Songwriters Festival. And uh, they bring down, man, I bet there's going to be about 200 uh, songwriters, uh, everybody from the biggest hit songwriters there's ever been that's still alive to regional and local writers uh, who are just coming up. And, uh, And for 10 days, we play at different venues from Pensacola to Orange Beach uh, to Gulf Shores, Alabama. We play different venues playing our songs that we wrote. Uh, I'm one of the featured acts, I guess you call it. I hate saying that, but it is what it is. I'm one of the feature acts. That's cool. So they've got me performing with, uh, you know, at some of the uh, bigger stages. Uh, but I, uh, this weekend I'll be performing with WWE superstar Mickey James. Matter of fact, our, her, she and I wrote a Christmas song and went in the studio and recorded it. It'll be out next Friday, November 15th. We're going to release it uh, for the Christmas season. But uh, but she's coming down to the festival. Mickey, Mickey is a Native American. Yep. And so uh, she was just at the Native American Music Awards getting the Jim Thorpe Award, which oh, is awesome. Wow. And uh, But she's going to come down to Pensacola uh, this weekend and her and I are doing the Native American tribute show that the festival's putting on. And then uh, we're doing another headlining show later that night. And then uh, and then I got Justin. Uh, he's the bass player for the rock group Three Doors Down. He's coming down to meet me uh, over the weekend as well. And we'll probably play a couple of things together at the festival. Nice. And so, uh, uh, you know, it's going to be a cool time. So, yeah, I'll be down there, and then I come back to Tennessee for a few dates, and I go to Louisiana. And so, uh, you know, the last couple of years, I've probably done about 200 shows, maybe a little bit more than that, uh, and not counting the production and the uh, producing side and the songwriting business. Uh, I have a record label. <clears throat> uh, me and my partners have. And uh, we just released Cowboy Choi's new music. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but mm-hmm. he's a big, tall country rapper, uh, black guy with the big and rich. Group. Oh yeah, yep, I know who he is. Yeah, you see him on uh, Countdown to Football or the College Game Day every weekend. They yep. they do that little song for them and stuff. But uh, Cowboy Choi, he's one of my best friends, and uh, we just released some of his new music that he and I wrote together. So uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff on my plate. But uh, my biggest honor, you know, all that aside, you know, I, I started, <clears throat> I've been writing songs since I was 14. And I ain't going to tell you how long ago that's been because you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long time. But, uh, uh, you know, a few years ago, I was approached by a group called Operation Song. Uh, Bob Regan, who is a phenomenal hit songwriter in his own right. It's an organization or a nonprofit that he started where, uh, you know, we go into towns like when I'm out performing it somewhere. Uh, if there's a local VA or something that has uh, 
folks with severe PTSD or whatever, uh, you know, they'll team us up with them as songwriting. Uh, and uh, for whatever reason, a lot of these uh, men and women uh, don't like to talk to their families about it or even to their doctors or whatever, but they'll, they'll pour their heart out to a songwriter. And so uh, we write their stories into songs, you know, and, and I've seen it personally myself, seen it physically change people's lives, like really bring them out. I'm not saying they come out of the haze completely, but it, man, they, it, they, they move a long way. Let's just put it that way. And uh, so I started doing things like that. And then kind of the, you know, when you're doing stuff like that, the word gets out about it. And, uh, so I've been really blessed and it's, you know, and I've, I've had people put in my path to where I've done a lot more of that. And it's, uh, you know, it's something that I take a lot of honor and pride in, uh, you know, sitting down with someone who has a story to tell and, and putting it to lyrics and melody and then seeing their eyes and their families, you know, their families come to our shows and, and, and get to hear their uh family member story from the perspective of a song you know and so uh it's an amazing thing i've seen you know i got one example uh he's become my friend over the uh last couple of years now his name's chris who man he couldn't put a sentence together brother he would lock up when he would try to talk to people i mean he was just i i don't know what really happened to him uh, while he was serving, but it was enough that it, you know, traumatized his inner self that much, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we finally sat down and, you know, he, he, we, we actually, uh, had a operation song thing and he and I didn't write together, but he, he heard my story as a songwriter and, and all that. So he reached out to me after it and said, do you mind if you and I can have lunch one day and I could tell you more about my story? So I went and had lunch with him on another trip, a separate trip I made. And, uh, he said, this is just what I want to tell people. And we wrote this beautiful song called, uh, you just don't know. And, uh, and I played it, I think three weeks later at the Floribama. And if you're not familiar with the Floribama, it's a world famous honky tonk down, on the Florida Alabama line, right on the beach. And, uh, uh, and the Frank Brown festival, which is what I'm going to now, uh, today, uh, they had a show and I was one of the featured acts. So I told Chris, I said, you know what? I'm gonna play our song tonight. And he was, I could tell he was excited. So him and his wife and, and all, they came to the show. And he actually came up to me and said, do you mind if I get on stage and tell them about the song so this guy uh, literally this guy went from just in just a few months went from not even being able to say a sentence hardly till he came up on stage and talked about our song and presented you know and said here's Sean Gassaway playing our song in front of a crowd so you know a lot of people don't realize how amazing (laughs) that was especially to see where he, you know, where he just was six months before to that day when he called me up on stage to play our song. You know, it's just amazing how these uh, men and women getting this stuff off their chest, being able to talk about it 
in a comfortable way. It's, you know, thera- it's therapeutic for like, them, right? Yes. And, and, and I could, and dude, I tell you what, man, it changes me as much as it changed them. I promise you, you know, I got chill bumps sitting here thinking about well, it right so, now. And let me, uh, let me, let me interrupt you real quick because for the listeners that are listening to the show right now, where can they, where can they find your music? Where can, where can they go? Uh, well, starting veterans day weekend, which will be, uh, November, uh, 11th, mm-hmm. uh, this year, I've got a brand new song called inner peace coming out that I'd like to talk to you about as well. Okay. Uh, it's from my gasoline project. And then, but I've got, uh, under Sean Gasaway, I'm on Apple, I'm on Spotify. I'm on all the digital music uh, outlets that are out there. And then SeanGasaway.com is my website. And then I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I mean, there's, uh, multiple ways of folks being able to find my music so and then on youtube of course actually there's a video of me performing you just don't know the song i was talking about earlier on youtube uh somebody took it a show uh but it hadn't been officially recorded yet uh or professionally recorded yet let me just say that uh but it's in the works to be done and uh and all that so yeah i've got i've got my music out on all the digital media okay so if you're listening to the show right now, folks, open up another browser. Go to www.SeanGassaway.com. That's his website. Check him out. Follow him on social media as well. Um, Sean, I want to I get into talking a little bit about this new song coming out. You said Inner Peace. Let's talk about that. Yes, sir. Uh, I was down in Louisiana uh, back in April of this year, 2019 and, uh, doing a festival. And I do a lot of festivals as you can, <laughs> but it's, it's what we do. But, uh, I was there performing at a festival and, uh, there was a couple of veterans that were brought in, uh, to the festival, Mike Riccio and Daniel Kamzan, Kamzan, K-A-M-Z-A-N. I always have trouble saying his last name, but anyway, Mike and Daniel were there uh, for the festival uh, for a seminar, and they were being honored uh, in a veterans honor uh, show. And uh, so during the festival, they approached me and they said, hey, man, we heard that you write songs with veterans and and write their stories in the songs. I said, yeah, uh, I enjoy uh, being part of that process. And they were like, well, do you think you can make time for us? We'd like to tell you our story. And I said, absolutely. So we went to this guest house right in the swamp, man. I mean, if you looked out, we actually sat right in front of the swamp. It was <laughs> the backdrop was just gorgeous and alligators swimming by and stuff like that. It was really cool. And, uh, Mike and Daniel are friends today and they served together. And, uh, so they kind of connected, and are kind of sticking together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, uh, and so they were telling me their story about what they had went through, their feelings and all that. But the thing that stuck out to me the most was they said, we might've won our battles over there, but I feel like we've lost our inner peace. And I thought, man, what a, you know, like I said, here comes my chill bumps again. I was like, man, what a statement. I said, let's write that. And so we sat down and honestly, man, their story went into my fingertips, into a pen. I had my piece of paper out and I just wrote 
and I just wrote and just wrote just poetry, you know, and, and I was just feeding off of their, you know, what they were feeling and things like that, you know, and these guys aren't songwriters, you know, and, and, and they, other than singing melody in their car, right. don't, you know, I don't expect them to know how to write a melody or anything. Right. So I just said, man, y'all just keep talking and let me, and I pulled my guitar out and started playing. And, you know, the first thing I said was, what kind of music do you like? You know, that was kind of one of the first questions I asked and they were both like rock, you know, <laughs> hard rock. And I said, who's your favorite band? And they said, five finger death punch. I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'm not five finger death punch by no means, but I'll write one and we'll make it feel like we're with them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I wrote their words and I come up with this real rock and melody and, and wrote it right there boom and i mean probably it took us 30 minutes to write it really you know? and and so yeah i mean the song like i said once what when when he said and i believe it was daniel when daniel said we lost our inner peace man it was like god just poured the whole song into me and just it started coming out on paper and uh and in the co-writing world which a lot of people don't do that anyway but in the co-writing world, you want to make sure that you're expressing the words in the song the way they would say it, you know. So we did a little adjusting because I wanted their words to be more in, in in the song, but in the same breath, I needed it to be poetic, something that everybody could relate to, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, but it only took about 30 minutes to structure this piece. And... Uh, and I played it that day. I mean, that night I had a show and I said, you know, I'm going to try this song out. And the reaction was just, whoo. And the chorus. Wait, 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 time out, time out. Back up a second. So you yeah. wrote, you wrote the song. Uh-huh. And then, and it took you guys 30 minutes to write this song. And then later that night you played it live. I pulled my guitar and said, you know what? This, this story needs to be told. Man. And, uh, you know, no fear, man. You know, these guys will, uh, these guys and women will pull out their, uh, their tools, their guns and, and blast an enemy on my behalf in a second. So you damn right. I'm going to play my, I'm going to play their song that night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, but the, you know, the room was like, wow. You know, and, and one of my uh, buddy songwriters and artists, his name's Mudbone, who I highly respect. Uh, great rock and blues musician and songwriter. You know, he come up to me and he goes, man, that line, I'm fighting my own civil war and my angels and demons are torn. He said, what a line. And I was like, that's how these guys feel. You know, they, they, they're battling a civil war inside of their self about what, you know, about what they know is right, but what they've seen and it kind of conflicts one another, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so when I got home, I came back to Nashville and I've been writing with my buddy, uh, his name's Greg Upchurch and he's the drummer of the rock group three doors down. But before three doors down, he was Chris Cornell's drummer. He was the drummer in the group puddle of mud. Oh yeah. Uh, he's just a legend that he's, played drums for heart. I mean, he's just a legendary rock drummer. 
and and he's a great songwriter in his own right you know so i've been writing some songs with greg and i come home and i called greg and i was like man we got to record this song man we need to find you know i need to get some rock guys together and really do this song justice and so uh we made a few phone calls and uh you know, so I contacted Josh Paul, who was in the group Suicidal Tendencies, Infectious mm-hmm. Grooves. Uh, he's Daughtry's uh, bass player now. Uh, called him up. My buddy Chet Roberts, who's in Three Doors Down, I got him on the phone. I got another kid. His name's Dylan from Kentucky, who is a phenom guitarist that's coming up in the world now. Uh, super hot kid. Uh, I just brought them all into the studio in Hendersonville. We got a studio there called Rivergate Studios. And it's owned by Three Doors Down and 38 Special, the rock group's home the studio. And so, uh, and uh, we just all went in the studio with my engineer, Marshall, and we made the record that you have now, the Inner Peace record. And I just went in there with everything I had, you know, and I, I said, you know, I don't sound like Five Finger Death Punch, but I want to sound like me telling their story, but in a way that really cuts through and so that's where this uh, inner peace record really uh, came from. But <clears throat> to move, go forward, uh, God put it on my heart to do something bigger, to eat, you know, to go even bigger, and uh, which spurred an album. And so I thought, you know, I think I have an opportunity here to touch lives. So what I so what I did is I I was given a concept. I hate to ever say that I came up with something because, man, let me tell you something. The things that come to me are channeled from somewhere else, and I understand that, and I and I and I hold it dear to my heart. Right. You know, I was given a concept, and the concept is uh, to write songs for our lost folks because there's a lot of uh, men and women out there with PTSD, suicidal thoughts, just different things going through their minds. Uh, they're in a bad place and they don't know how to escape from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm writing, I'm writing half of the album are going to be songs related to that inner piece is one of them. Uh, the other half of the album, which I call the side B is going to be songs. I'm going to write to let them know that there's hope and there's redemption available and that you can come out of it. And I'm on, you know, and I'm going to channel, the experience I've had, just like watching my friend Chris, for instance, come out of his haze, it can happen. And so I'm going to actually put a rock album together and put it out there that says, hey, I know you're in a dark place and hear songs that relate to you about that. But I know that there's hope and redemption out there for you and hear songs that represent that. And I'm going to put it out as a complete album next year, 2020. I haven't named the album yet, but I'm still writing it and recording it. But that's what was put on my heart to do. And so that's what I'm doing now. Freaking love and I'm it. really excited. We love it, man. Folks, we're listening. If you're listening to the show, um, we are talking with um, Gasoline, a.k.a. Sean Gassaway. You go to his website. It's SeanGassaway.com. Check out his music uh, and whatnot. And, brother, let me tell you something. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, join us on the show today. I got, we're coming up on time, but I got one more question I have to ask you. Uh, and it's a question yeah. that we ask all of our guests. You're on a show called The Decision Hour. And mm-hmm. one of the 
things that we'd like to, you know, we, we make decisions every day, right? But yeah. tell our listeners a time in your life where your feet were on the line and you had to make that decision. What was it? Wow. And what was the atmosphere like? Great question. And, it, and this may not relate to a lot of people. I hope the end of the story relates to a lot of people. I was actually on a golf course one day. Kind of funny. Uh, I had a job with the railroad okay. and, uh, and I was the superintendent of a locomotive fleet. So I had a well-paying job. Let's just put it that way. And, uh, and away from the railroad, I was writing songs and producing records and, uh, life was good. You know what I'm saying? Life was really good. And I was actually just producing at the time. I wasn't writing anything. And, uh, I was on the golf course one day on a rare day off. And I just made a nice par putt on hole number three. And I come off the golf course. I walk to my car. I throw my clubs in there. And at that moment in time, God spoke to me and said, you need to write. I need you healing the world with your songs. You're not doing what I need you to do. And literally spoke to me. I can't explain it any other way than that. Uh, I drove to my truck, put my golf clubs in my truck. I came home at that time, several years ago, many years ago, my wife worked from home and I walked in the door and she was like, what are you doing home? You shouldn't, you, know, you don't usually golf that fast. And I said, baby, I come home to write, I'm done. And so I called Chris Henderson, who's in the rock group three doors down. Yeah. I called Chris and I said, man, I said, I got some production jobs coming up. I'd like to pass. I, if, if you're available, I'd like you to check out, uh, and take over. And I called a few other producer friends of mine and I said, I'm going to write. And, uh, literally honest to God, six months later, I'm standing on the 50 yard line at a Pittsburgh Steelers game, singing a song I had just written and the national anthem, uh, out of that just come out of the blue it just happened and so at that moment is when i knew that here's how the blessings will come if you just do what i ask you and then not long after that i walked into the railroad handed them my notice and said i'm leaving you i'm going uh i'm going to write i'm going to do this full time uh which was another you know life-changing decision you know, leaving a company that has provided insurance for our family, a good, you know, a good salary, all these things to be a self-employed songwriter. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I knew why I knew that faith was going to carry me through all of it. And brother, man, I can't tell my story enough to people to let them know that it's there. You know, that whatever gift you have, not everybody's a musical gift, but whatever gift it is in you that you have, uh, it was purposely given to you, you know. And, and so if you go out on faith and, and explore that gift and do what you're supposed to do, uh, that you will find the hope you're looking for. You will find the redemption you're looking for. It'll take you out of a place that you don't need to be at, all these different things, and uh, which has led me to meeting folks like Bob Regan, which has led me to writing songs with veterans like Chris, 
Daniel and Michael, which has led me to record songs like Inner Peace, which has led me to have people say, Sean, you have helped us heal. And I'm like, I'm healing with you. <laughs> you nice. Know, this is a mutual, this is a mutual thing. I'm not doing anything. We're doing this together. Right. And so, uh, looking back years after year after year, since that moment I was on the golf course, like I said, that may not relate to a lot of people listening to the show, but, uh, but the story, the end of the story is the same, uh, is, you know, believe in yourself, believe in your gift and talents and know that they come from a higher place. And then, uh, do the best that you can to fulfill what your gift is. And, uh, your eyes will be open, man. And, and so that story has been, you know, resonating. Uh, you know, I, I let just a few of my friends, I have some friends in Alabama who have uh, PTSD on a pretty severe level. And after I recorded inner peace, I sent it to him and, and he's like, man, you wrote my, he goes, Sean, that's my story. That's my life. You just, I just heard sung man. by you and your rock band, you know? And I was like, uh, he goes, I'm crying. You know, he said, man, what a, it, you know, it really affected me. And I was like, thank, you know, all I could say was thank you to him. You know, right. I, I, I don't know any other words to put it, you know? And so I'm hoping that folks will listen to inner peace and, uh, you know, next year be looking out for my album. I'll probably drop another song or two before my album comes out. Cause I've already recorded them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like really dying <laughs> for people to hear, uh, some of the, some of the music that we're recording. Uh, man, I'm gonna tell you that, Hey, it's crazy. I may not supposed to be able to talk about this, but I don't care. I just had a Hollywood, uh, a big time Hollywood screenplay writer send me a screenplay after, uh, I let him hear a snippet of one of my rock songs. And uh, uh, they're writing and fixing to shoot a movie about a service animal named, uh, I better not say the name yet, but, <laughs> but it's about a service animal and him and his uh, veteran owner right. kind of get broke apart from one another and then they come back together. But, you know, just the impact of these songs and they're not even released yet. Right. You know, God is already showing me there's really big things that we can do with this. that's going to help heal a lot of people because I totally believe that race aside, gender aside, put all this, you know, all this noise that the media puts in our right. head every day, the negativity, putting all the negativity, putting all that aside. The one thing that does bring everyone together since the beginning of time, you can read it in the Bible is music and singing. Yep. Amen. And dancing, singing, yeah. dancing, and music has always put brought people together. And music heals. Music heals. I completely believe that that music is a healing instrument that God gave us to put out there. And I and and I thank Him and uh, for giving me that talent to be able to do. Well, Absolutely. we. We we thank him also, and and we we appreciate him giving you that gift, uh, folks. Again, uh, I'm talking with Gasoline, aka Sean Gasaway. Go to www.seangasaway.com, brother. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you again for taking time out of your your schedule to uh, to talk with us and our listeners. Uh, but before we let you all go, folks, we got to give a big shout out to um, Sean again for for 
taking time. Also check out our parent network, Heroes Media Group. If you're thinking about becoming part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. For Patty, I'm Adam. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision. I've spent a lot of my life Seems like most of my days Is not just the money, it's the time that I've wasted away My mind's playing tricks on me And I'm not sure why My dreams have me flying on high Now I'm fighting my own civil war And my angels and demons are torn From the bullshit and pills The bullets that enter my soul In a peace Down in the trenches it's cold Even though I'm surrounded by flames Bombs made of stress and of hate Trigger my